0: Hello, I'm Dr. Greg Quinn, and I'm here with one of our nutritionists, Praveena Kumar. Praveena?
1: Hi, I'm one of the Med Chefs nutritionists, and um, we'll be having a very interesting conversation today about food and awareness in mind and body.
0: Exactly. So important a conversation, something we can all relate to. Uh, sometimes we'll have a meal that Afterwards it makes you feel sleepy and sluggish. and Other times, you'll have a meal that actually might cause discomfort, um, a tightness in, uh, in the stomach area. And other times, you'll feel well nourished, uh, invigorated. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, what we're going to do today is to try to provide the skills that will allow you to intentionally uh, feel better after most of your meals.
1: Right. Um,
0: as a nutritionist, Praveena, in your practice, Mm -hmm. um, I would imagine this is a pretty common issue that you struggle with.
1: Yes. Um, It's a lot. It's a very common issue. And a lot of people, when they initially come to me, they don't even realize that connection, that that whole mind-body connection and how food makes them feel. So once you start talking to them about it, they're like, oh, yeah, I do feel like when after I eat like a huge meal, like a giant burger and french fries or whatever that like I'm really tired and uncomfortable whereas if I eat like a lighter salad or something I'm not like f- wanting to fall asleep at my desk or, mm-hmm. right yeah
0: so you're finding that they're they're not necessarily aware of aware, it but yeah. when you mention mm-hmm. they
1: have an aha like, moment exactly they're mm-hmm. like yeah that is true that's how I feel
0: okay yeah. well we're going to try to take the mystery out of that and in doing so you know there's a there's a common term in the high-tech world uh, that that refers to understanding the mechanism and influencing the process so you have a more favorable outcome. Mm -hmm. We've all heard it, hacking, right? (laughs) So we're gonna try today to to hack the hunger cycle and give you the tools you need to uh, more often feel better after a meal. Uh, It's unavoidable. I'm afraid today we're gonna have to do a little biochemistry. But it's important <laughs> but it's important to really uh, understand uh, the principles at play, and mm-hmm. we'll keep it we'll keep it basic. Uh, you know there are a lot of hormones and various molecules, nerve pathways that stimulate or suppress our hunger. And we need to understand that uh, at least at this rudimentary level, so that we can manipulate it to our benefit. Mm-hmm. okay? So class is in session. <laughs> Now I'm going to run through the basic uh, hunger cycle and then later Praveena, you will teach us how to hack it. Okay. Okay. Four words that we need to understand. We've heard them before, but we need to truly understand the definitions. That's hunger, satiation, appetite and satiety. Okay. Hunger. Now we'll start with that one cause that's one that we can mm-hmm. all relate to. Right. Uh, it's a sensation that we're all familiar with. Right. But it's a spectrum. Uh, sometimes, um, I'm not quite hungry yet, but I feel like I'm going to be hungry soon.
1: Right. right? Uh,
0: and if we ignore it, it'll gradually peak Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: crest. And when it peaks, that's usually when we're acting on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So next comes satiation. This is the feeling that, okay, I'm full now. And that too, like with hunger, mm-hmm. exists on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. So you get to a point where you know, you're kind of picking at your food, mm-hmm. you're not quite ready to stop, but you're, you're feeling like, I'm gonna be full soon. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get to that point where ultimately, yes, I, I am indeed full. Now, the, our next word, appetite is interesting. Mm-hmm. And that appetite is the ability to override satiation. So even though you're full, mm-hmm you keep eating. Mm-hmm. And that too is something we can all relate to. And yeah. that is often influenced by social and psychological cues. Mm-hmm. Praveena, you may have something to add to that.
1: Yeah, usually like you're eating with um, a group of people, your friends or whatever, there's a lot of food around. So you may not be like, um, you'll be full, but then you like feel like, oh, I should continue to eat. I should hang out. And you don't really pay attention to like how full you are until <laughs> like you're so uncomfortable. <laughs> then, like, until you go Okay, home. like, oh my God, what did I do?
0: Yes, <laughs> I yes, should have known yes. better yes and then the last word satiety uh, this is a time between feeling full and the next time you get hungry so during this time you are you're not even thinking about food mm-hmm. um, you're just going about your business now uh, let's take a closer look at the signaling the biochemistry behind these various feelings that we have so what are the factors that stimulate feeding well, there's a hormone called ghrelin. Now, first of all, a hormone is is a molecule that uh, our cells make and that get into the bloodstream and have an impact somewhere else in the body. So ghrelin specifically is, is formed in the stomach and it's released into the bloodstream and goes to the brain and tells the brain you're no longer hungry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We also have uh, factors that stimulate feeding in the stomach, uh, those mechanical receptors. As they get stretched, they send nerve pathways to the brain telling you you're no longer hungry. And when those receptors aren't stimulated, when the stomach is collapsed, it sends the opposite message to the brain. You are hungry. And then there are other factors that inhibit feeding. This is insulin. We talked about those receptors, the mechanical receptors in the stomach and leptin. And we'll get into that in a moment. Now, I'm just going to pause for a minute to say that this is an incredibly complex, um, biochemical system. And there are many, many more factors at play, uh, not to mention the microbiome, uh, which is communicating with our cells and our brain. And, and we're just learning how to eavesdrop on that conversation. Right. We're not going to get into that now, but we're keeping it simple. So ghrelin is a hormone that's released by the stomach. When your stomach is empty, this ghrelin is released, stimulates hunger. Now, when you eat and food passes through your stomach, the ghrelin production goes down. And so your hunger drive goes down. As I mentioned, as your stomach is stretched, that's a signal to uh, turn off hunger and the opposite occurs. There are other hormones that are released um, from the intestine when we eat fat and when we eat uh, protein. They also stimulate... uh, the brain to turn off the hunger message. Lastly, leptin. Now leptin is a hormone, as I mentioned earlier, it is produced by fat cells. And the interesting thing about leptin is yes, leptin is a signal that turns off the hunger stimulation, but the more fat cells we have, the more leptin we have in our bloodstream. And after a while, the body and specifically here, the brain becomes resistant. So even though when a person is overweight and has more fat cells, has more leptin, you would think they would have less hunger, but because of the resistance to leptin, they stay hungry. Interestingly, there are ties to um, reward and pleasure. Uh, So not only is there a resistance to the leptin and increased hunger, but there is a greater pleasure and reward cycle that's set up. So, With that biochemistry out of the way, Mm -hmm. um, we've defined hunger, satiation, appetite, satiety, that whole cycle. Now, I'm gonna turn it over to Praveena to teach us how to hack this system to our benefit.
1: Okay, great you. That was a great explanation. Um, And um, So one of the things, very important things that I usually teach my patients and clients is um, fiber. (laughs) Um, Huge, huge uh, part, very important part of our diet, uh, very important for the gut microbiome, and very important in the whole um, hunger satiety um, process. So when you eat a lot of fiber, it fills up your stomach, so you feel less hungry, and um, you don't have to eat, and it's lowering calories, so you can eat like vegetables fruit and vegetables and whole grains and beans and lentils um, have less calories, unless, of course, you like douse it with like lots of cheese and butter and those kinds of things. But on their own, they're like very um, easy to digest, like lots of fiber, and they fill you up. So if you look at a stomach, if you look at 400 calories of um, fruit and vegetables, they fill up your entire stomach. And then they trigger the senses telling your mind that you're full. Whereas if you eat 400 calories of just a little bit of cheese or oil or butter or meat, it doesn't fill up your stomach. So you end up eating more. So that's one thing to remember. So I usually tell my patients, fill up at least half your plate with um, vegetables. It can be salad and sauteed vegetables, or so steamed vegetables. Make a quarter of it starch, good quality starch, and make a quarter of it a good quality protein.
0: When you say starch, the whole grain. So, whole grain, yeah.
1: So, whole grains, um, brown rice, which is also whole grain, sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. um, any of those. Um, and then, like a protein can be a piece of chicken, uh, a piece of um, whatever kind of meat you want, or fish, um, three, four ounces of it. Or it can be beans, or it can be tofu. It doesn't always have to be meat. So, if you're eating a more of a plant based diet, so that's something to remember. So, and that fills you up. And then another thing you want to remember is so, definitely more fiber. Chew your food well, Mm. take your time to eat, so your brain realizes it takes um, about 20 minutes for your brain to realize it's full. Mm. So if you take your time to eat it, instead of eating quickly, going for seconds and thirds, by then you will be uncomfortable. Mm. Um, So just remembering that, take your time to eat since you take the time to prepare a meal. Um, So more fiber, take your time chewing your food, takes a while for your brain to remember, um, to realize that it's full. So those are some of the easy things to remember. Mm-hmm. And that way you can take that idea of like looking at your plate. Um, if you go to a restaurant, you can use the same thing. If you go to a friend's house, you can do the same thing. Um, and another thing um, you can remember, um, one more thing is like keeping healthy snacks with you. So if you're going around, if you're busy um, or in between your meals, if you get hungry, keep some healthy snacks on hand. So when we do the, um, the Medshelfs meal plans, if you look at those, we always offer at least one or two snacks. So if you look at that, maybe keeping those around. So if you do get hungry in between meals, notice how hungry you are. Like on a scale of like 1 to 10, are you starving? Or are you just kind of like getting hungry, like as you mentioned? So um, how how hungry are you? And if you think you need a snack, if you're gonna it's going to tie you over until dinner time, then have a healthy snack. Carrying it around and just paying attention to your mind and like seeing how hungry you are um, and then being aware of um what meals you're going to have planning ahead of time and all of those things are helpful Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. so tying that comment back to the uh, earlier biochemical discussion Mm -hmm. there's a benefit to eating um, frequent small meals which these healthy snacks Mm -hmm, provide mm -hmm. by continuing to uh down regulate or turn off your hunger
1: Mm -hmm. drive Mm -hmm. right yeah and some people um i think we were talking earlier some people get hungry in between meals, some people don't, they're like mm-hmm. satisfied. Mm-hmm. So once they start paying attention to like, how hungry am I um, eating when you're comfortable instead of eating till you're very full, mm-hmm. um, paying attention to that, then they may need a like little bit of snack to tie them over. Mm-hmm. Some people in some days you are more hungry than others. So some days you may not need a snack, but some days you do. So just having it available, Mm -hmm. In case you do, instead of like getting to the point where you're like so uncomfortably hungry, you're going to eat everything inside. Right, right, right. Yeah, Yeah. that's related.
0: You know, um, you remind me of uh, an example that I think is pertinent to this discussion. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a personal example. Uh, Years ago, I learned that if I don't eat a substantial breakfast, Mm -hmm. um, I will lose control at lunchtime. (laughs) Yes, and this happened to me recently. Uh, so I get up five, I eat breakfast around five or six in the morning. Mm-hmm. And this particular day, I ate a piece of toast and coffee. Mm. Well, I'm seeing patients in the office. It's a busy morning mm-hmm. uh, around ten, eleven o'clock. I am starving. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely starving, but I can't act on it
1: until right.
0: about one o'clock. Oh, wow. And I, uh, I opt for something quick and something that's going to fill that void. Mm-hmm. So not to pick on any one franchise, (laughs) but I scramble down to the near Chipotle. Okay. And I'm standing in line. It smells good. Mm -hmm. And I have an altered state of consciousness. (laughs) I I order a burrito that is, you know, the works. Mm -hmm. And uh, I carry that heavy package back to my office. I sit down at my computer and now I have 30 minutes to answer emails, phone Mm -hmm. calls, and I am mindlessly eating this burrito. Right. Well, two o'clock rolls around, and it's time to start seeing patients. And I cannot believe I ate that whole thing. I was totally oblivious to <laughs> actually eating it. Right. And I feel terrible. I feel terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, come, you know, two hours later, I'm sleepy, uh-huh. I'm sluggish, yeah, and I still, <laughs> I still have work to do. I know. Right? And that, that bad feeling lasted all day yeah and I think that that is a a good example, and I know better. Mm-hmm. I know better on many levels, but right. I have learned this message right. um myself and yeah. usually uh what I'll do is I'll eat oatmeal packed with berries, I mm-hmm. love blueberries, blackberries right. in the morning, and then I'll have an apple or orange in my desk at work. Mm-hmm. I'll eat that at ten or eleven if I'm hungry right I make a much better decision <laughs> around one o'clock I I'll have the salad right right? Maybe vegan totally, or maybe some animal protein tuna on the Mm -hmm. salad perhaps. And I feel better. I don't need coffee in the afternoon (laughs) to go through my (laughs) afternoon clinic. Uh, It's just an entirely different day. The whole day is an entirely different experience.
1: And then taking a little bit of time to like, I know like answering emails or whatever is important. I usually tell the patients, take a little bit of time away from your screen or your phone, whatever, to just pay attention to your meal and like eat it. Then you realize like, okay, I don't need to eat the entire burrito. <laughs> like, exactly. yeah, I can eat half of it and I can eat half later. Yeah. yeah.
0: Really ties into yeah. Rolf's messages, uh-huh.
1: right? Right. Um, yeah.
0: Of being mindful of,
1: exactly, of yeah.
0: our food yeah. experience.
1: Yeah. yeah. Chewing it well, like noticing the taste, the texture, the flavor. Yeah. All of those.
0: You know, and speaking of Rolf, I mean, this, this is a perfect segue to a summary now, but mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're not just an empty vesicle. Mm-hmm. responding to these chemical fluctuations right.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um you know we have awareness right we have choice
1: mm-hmm. free will right right
0: so you've helped us be um mindful of that as well so in summary point number one um become aware of how you feel after after uh, certain meals mm-hmm. and intentionally eat in a way that you're going to feel good And we've heard about how to do that. Mm -hmm. More fiber, more fruits, vegetables, whole grain that the Med Chefs app is designed to uh, provide you. Point number two, um, by eating the Med Chefs way and striving to get a score of at least four,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you'll be increasing those fruit, vegetables, whole grain, legumes. um, And this increased fiber is going to reduce your hunger and you're you're
1: Mm -hmm. more
0: likely to succeed in your endeavors and just feel better. Right. and lastly, point number three, uh small portions more frequently um, incorporate the healthy snacks that you have mm-hmm. in the in the uh med chef's uh, meal plan uh again, the meal plan is your friend yes
1: okay. yeah, take advantage of that and like have those snacks available one day, maybe you may you may not need it, but some days you will, and then mm. it's there for you right, right. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, this has been fun. We had a lot of information packed into a short period of time. Praveen, any other closing <laughs> remarks?
1: Um, no, I usually tell my patients to like become aware of your hunger level, like on a scale of one to ten, how hungry are you? Like if you don't wait till you're ten and you're starving before you eat a meal. Like, I do. like <laughs> exactly, like one o'clock. How am I gonna survive until then? Eat when you're around five or six, you're like hungry but comfortable, no, I'm not starving, and then eat a meal. And then take your time and eat it and and give yourself 15, 20 minutes if you have the time Mm. Chew your food well. And then, you know, so if in between lunch and dinner, if you get hungry, um, have a little snack to tie you over. So come dinner time, you're not starving again (laughs) and then eating everything in sight or stopping at your uh, whatever fast food or whatever. Then you can have time to go home and prepare a meal. Um, and then eat again, eat healthy, pay attention, stop when you're comfortably full instead of when you're uncomfortable. Mm. And then, yeah, just kind of learning to make that mind body connection, and yeah. eating more mindfully.
0: Perfect. Well, until next time, until next time. enjoy the journey.